Why banning myself from dating was the best choice I've made in 2021. So I've made like a weird commitment for a dating coach, but I think this is going to be the year that I stay single for as long as is necessary. And not single in like the datey flirty kind of way, but like single in like the single and unhappy and lonely kind of way. <laughs> I'll, I'll explain why. Because I think that that loneliness and that unhappiness is something that I need to work through or something that I'm choosing to work through. If I look at society and the way that we're structured, there's this idea that I think that all of us have faced where it's like, you know, if you're somehow not in a relationship or married and having kids, there's something broken or messed up with you and you need to, you need to fix that pronto. You're missing, you're missing your prime. And not only are you missing your prime, all the good ones are going to be snatched up, you know? And, <laughs> and I think that that's a crazy idea. Um, and it really promotes this, this panic, this neediness when it comes to dating. And for me in particular, one thing that I've noticed is that it's really pushed me to be in relationships constantly. And I can't remember the last time that I was single for longer than a month. I've always, always, always found a relationship within that time. So what had me make this decision? Well, I got really, really good at dating. And one thing about being really, really good at dating is that <laughs> you go through like 10 to 20 times as much heartbreak because you're a more attractive person and no one will tell you about this right but because you're more attractive you let's say that you're like 30 percent of the time you can get a relationship with a person well that means that you're going to go through however many times more attractive you are, times 70%, right? That number of breakups. <laughs> so if you're seeing one new person every single day, oh man, why did, I, why did I give myself this problem? So like three times, I guess it's nine. Okay, yeah. So you'll, you'll have maybe nine potential options for a successful relationship and dating, right? But you will face... Oh man, 21 times the amount of rejection, people saying no, and probably like eight times as many breakups, which means that your system will suffer in a way that it's never suffered before. And that's what happened to me. Um, it's, <laughs> and it's like kind of the lamest humble brag of all because it's like, oh, I'm, I'm good at dating, but now I have depression, you know? <laughs> But it really has me looking at what's it like when I'm by myself and what I can see for myself is that I am deeply unhappy with that situation. And up until recently, up until recently, it's been really bad, really lonely. Um, I didn't like it. But what the past few weeks have had me realize is that everything that I put on my partner, on my romantic partner, is something that I can get 
from the constellation of friends and people that I have around me. I don't need a romantic partner in order to not feel lonely. I don't need a romantic partner in order to feel fulfilled. And I don't need a romantic partner to have sex either, although I'm probably going to take that off the table because it defeats the purpose of being banned from dating. And when all of that stuff is gone, when the crutch that I thought would solve my problems is gone, then the only thing that's left to do is to learn how to solve those problems on my own, and that's what I've been doing. But it's also been kind of crazy looking, just looking at that, right? Just looking at that one single idea of, if I date this one perfect person, um, they're going to fix everything. Like, how batshit insane is that? Like, people hire therapists for years and don't see those kinds of results, and somehow meeting the right girl is going to just make everything right? That's a crazy fucking pills, right? And that's a belief that I think most of us carry around secretly in our brains. And sometimes it's covered up. We just don't realize it's there until something strikes a nerve and it's like, ah, shit, that is what I want. That is what I expect from a romantic partner. I'm unhappy. I want someone to save me from this unhappiness. So here's what I've been doing in order to address this. Basically, it comes down to how do I take care of myself? So when I'm in a funk, what can I do to make sure that I'm not in a funk? Whether it's meditation or breathing exercises or going out, doing some parkour, getting some sun, chatting to a few folks, going rock climbing, or eating frozen mangoes while I'm in a steaming hot tub and uh, seasoning that tub with table salt because I don't have bath salts. <laughs> Whatever it is for you, I invite you to begin looking to see where you can create your own fulfillment in life. And I think the action part of this is really, really important. Um, part of what keeps us stuck in old patterns is refusing to take new actions. And when you can do something new, it's just enough to get a little perspective. Just enough to see that, oh shoot, you know, all this stuff that I was doing to keep myself sad and depressed and lonely, it's not actually me. It doesn't have to be me. It's like a behavior that I picked up at some point. But this ain't who me, this isn't, I was going to say this ain't who me is. Um, <laughs> this isn't who I am. And I can choose. But just by me telling you that, that's not going to make a difference. The thing that's going to make the difference is you taking action. And that's what I've been discovering for myself. So what I'm going to be doing is taking more camping trips and driving around to see the national parks near me and flying out to Seattle to spend time in Seattle in the best season for being in Seattle. And really looking to see what have I been using relationships as a crutch to get access to? Like, when I look at myself, it's like, I don't believe that I could go to a movie theater by myself and just watch a movie or go to a restaurant by myself and just eat, you know? it's That feels a little lame. I don't believe that I could go traveling solo. I've always taken trips with my girlfriend or my significant other. 
And for me, that's kind of like a safety blanket. It's so much more comfortable when I know someone else is going to be there with me. But in going by myself, I can also see that I suddenly have the option to do everything my way. I don't have to be on anyone else's schedule. I can plan out the activities that I want to do. And at a whim, I can just take a nap in a grassy field without worrying about my partner needing something from me, right? About entertaining them. And seizing that agency again, grabbing a hold of that again, ironically, is what makes people really, really, really attractive. (laughs) When you begin to live a lifestyle where you're stoked out of your own goddamn mind, that's magnetic to other people. They want to be a part of that. Now, there's something that I've talked about before, um, and I'm going to bring it up again. It's called affective presence with an A, as in emotions affective presence and your affective presence is your ability to emotionally influence other people and the more of that you have the more charisma you have the more attractive you are to other people and so you can begin to see how a big chunk of the formula for attractiveness is to be a happy person to enjoy your own goddamn life when no one else is there when you don't have a significant other and effective presence even goes so far as to influence the amount of money that you will get paid at a job how much people like you how much people like being around you and more importantly what they feel when they're around you directly impacts whether or not people choose you. And that goes for the next time that you're up for angel investment or funding. That goes for the next time that you're out on a date. That goes for the next time that you're on a job interview. Emotions are how we choose as human beings. And if you want to have the best possible shot at being an emotionally impactful person, The first person you need to learn how to emotionally impact is you. So that's all the time that we have for today. My name is Rob Wong. This is the Great Date Guy podcast. And if you got something out of this, be sure to leave a rating on this podcast. It helps this thing grow. It helps people get engaged. It helps new people find this podcast so that the world can be a sexier, sexier place and hopefully a kinder one as well. And if you have any questions for me, hop on over to greatdateguy.com. And in the bottom right-hand corner, you can jump into the chat with me. Um, It goes straight to my phone. So if you're lucky, I might be around to reply to you directly to answer your dating-related questions or maybe even have a conversation. So I think that's it. I'll catch you next Thursday, 8 a.m. Pacific time. Peace.